Welcome to the Telford Minster podcast. Thank you for joining us and listening along. Our vision is to make Jesus known in Telford and we hope that your attention is grabbed by Jesus today and what he is doing in your life. We have now moved into the completed Minster space on South Water Square in Telford and we'd love to invite you to come along and give church a try at our 4pm gatherings every Sunday opposite Wilco's and above Novella Lounge. Enjoy the podcast. reading is from Romans 12 verses 9 to 21. Love must be sincere, hate what is evil, cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honour one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervour, serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible... As far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Uh, before I start, Tam's just got a word for us that she's going to come and share, um, and then we'll get stuck into to what God's got for us uh, this afternoon. I felt like today was a day of healing, and that there was going to be specific words released, um, words of knowledge released across here today. If you're not used to what words of knowledge are, that's just when God said says something, and it's specific to a certain person. So it can be something like, well, the word, one of the words I had was that um, there was somebody here who'd been in a fight. They'd torn their liver, and that liver was still causing problems for them. It could be months later. It could be years later. But actually, there was a pain that was being caused by it, and God wanted to heal that pain. I also felt like there was people here who had kidney problems and constant water infections because of it, and God wanted to heal that as well. But I felt like God was actually putting specific words on specific people, and you were getting sort of indicators of it, but not sure if it was actually from God. And God was saying to you, if you've never stepped out before, now is the time to step out, listen to him, and actually be bold because there's specific words where people will actually get healed because you're prepared to be bold and step out with what God is giving you. Great, thanks, Sam. Is that okay? Yeah. What do we do with microphones? Um, you'll remember a few weeks ago, we, uh, we looked as part of the Apprentice Toolkit about hearing God, and Tam's doing exactly that, listening to what the Spirit's saying, and then coming in and sharing it with the community. Uh, Today, we are looking at what it means to be part of community. 
And uh, we've done a whole bit on teaching and worship, uh, listening to God, giving, praying, looking at our foundation in Christ. Uh, But it all gathers to this one topic, which is community. Because without it, without you all being here, all serving God together, it's almost impossible to be an apprentice of Jesus. It's pretty much impossible. Like we won't be built up, we won't be encouraged. You know, I can promise you it'll be a very, very boring sermon if it's just me talking at myself, although I can do it quite well. Uh, It'll be great if it was just, you know, me worshipping in the shower, but I can promise you our family will be praying uh, even harder for the Lord to come. Um, Or we can have the most amazing prophetic words from God and hearing his voice, but if we don't have the right people to share them with, then it's a little bit useless. Or even, even to the point of giving, if we aren't giving collectively to the work of the gospel wherever we are, you know, our five quid here or there might, might not just be for the right uh, people. Um, C.S. Lewis, the, the great Christian writer, uh, says this, Above all, he works on us through each other. People are mirrors or carriers of Christ to other people. Usually it is those who know him that bring him to others. That is why the church, the whole body of Christians, showing him to one another is so important. It is so easy to think that the church has lots of different objects, education, buildings, missions, holding services. The church exists for no other purpose but to draw people to Christ, to make them little Christs. If they are not doing that, all the cathedrals, all the clergy, missions, sermons, even the Bible itself are simply a waste of time. God became man for no other purpose. It's even doubtful Uh, you know, whether the whole universe was created for any other purpose. Great, I could get off here now. The sermon is done. We here, any Christian church that we go to isn't just uh, so that we can gather and have a great time. It's to lead other people to Jesus. What we do in here is for all of the people out there. It's not just for us. We can have the best time here, but if no one else is being drawn to Jesus, it's useless. It's useless. So uh, let's have a look at this passage in uh, Romans 12. If you've got Bibles, then do open them. Uh, If not, there are Bibles at the back or at the sides. Uh, Do grab it. It might even come up on the screen uh, if we're lucky. But there are three things that I want to draw out of this passage. One is for the internal community, us here at Telford Minster and every other Christian church across the country and across the world. The second is our personal engagement. We all have something to offer and it needs our personal engagement within community to make it work. And the third is then, what do we do uh, to the world? What do we do to the people that are external from our community? So, let's have a look. 
Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil, cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another. Don't be lacking in zeal. It's a little bit like uh, those who know me quite well will know that I love barbecuing. Anyone love barbecue? Now, I'm not talking about, you know, burgers and sausages burnt to a crisp in the summer. Like, that's not really barbecue. Where I grew up uh, in South Africa, if you had, like, the whole surface of the grill covered in meat, that's about getting towards it. Uh, but I love it. Uh, but communities a little bit like the coals on a barbecue. If you aren't uh, in the middle of the community, it's like taking one of those coals and setting it to one side. They might stay warm for a while. Even, you know, you might be able to cook on it just for a little bit. But if you set those coals to the side, slowly but surely, that coal becomes colder and colder, and colder, and colder, and then all you're left with is this, this little ashen uh, nugget at the side. See, when we're part of community, all focusing on Jesus, it keeps the fire within us alight and hot enough to cook an amazing barbecue on. But love must be sincere, uh, Paul tells us here in Romans. If we don't love each other, we are like a clanging cymbal or a resounding gong. All of our actions are useless. Now, just look around, people in front of you, behind you, uh, maybe even your family. If we don't love each other, brothers and sisters, it's useless being here. Now, sometimes I realize it is very hard to love some people. Maybe you found it very hard to love me. That's all right. I love you nonetheless. I'm not so sure about some. No, I'm joking. But we've got to love each other, not in just a, a trite way, but love each other sincerely. See, if a community is not founded on love, again, it's useless. Founded on love that comes from God. And when we love each other, it means we can have some pretty hard words to say to each other because we know that it's in love. We can correct each other. We can lead each other closer to Jesus because it's from a place of love. Paul then goes on to say, hate what is evil, but cling to what is good with all the bits of your life that you can. Hate what is evil. Push it away. Flee from it. But cling to what's good. Well, love is part of that goodness. This community is part of that goodness. Cling to each other because we love one another. Be devoted to one another in love, he then goes on to say. Honor one another above yourselves. Look around you again. Make sure that you're saying, do you know what? You go first. No, you go first. No, you go first. Maybe it's helping out someone with the, the, the coffee pumps, making sure that, you know, if you can't get your caffeine fix, that you're helping one another. Make sure that we're honoring each other, even above ourselves. Why? Why? Because it's love. It's love. Don't be proud of being willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. <laughs> 
he later goes on to say. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor, serving the Lord. Please, would you encourage us with what God is doing uh, in your life and in the lives of the people around you? Let us sort of keep that fire going. Let's encourage one another, spurring each other on to be more and more like Jesus. Let's be enthusiastic, which is what zeal means, enthusiasm. Let's be enthusiastic about Jesus. Because when we are, it draws other people to himself. Be enthusiastic about joining together each week. I know that it's starting to get dark and it's going to start to get wet. We might even, we hope, have snow. Oh, white Christmas sounds amazing, doesn't it? Some of you are like, no, I've got to travel to see family. No more white Christmas. But um, let's keep on meeting together never lacking in zeal, serving the Lord together. See, when we hear what God is up to in our families and in our uh, areas of Telford, in our businesses, whatever's going on, we are like stirred up, like putting those coals back in the middle of the fire because sometimes it's hard to follow Jesus. But at other times, it's really easy to follow Jesus. And we need to keep each other's uh, spiritual flames a light with the Spirit's help. And even when things get difficult, have a look at verse 12. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need and practice hospitality. See, there's something in our kind of uh, subconscious as Christians where we think that following Jesus means that life is going to be easy. Sometimes life is not easy, friends. Sometimes it's really hard. Jesus doesn't promise that it'll all be rosy once we follow him. He promises that he will be with us, that I'll never leave you nor forsake you, but he will give us his spirit if we look at John's gospel. See, we can be joyful in expecting God to work, even from a hopeless position. We can say, God, we know that you're at work, and because these people show me that you are. When things are difficult, we can be patient, because again, we've got people who support us and love us and draw us closer to Jesus. When we're in need, look at the people around us. We can share uh, with what we've got with those who are desperate and in need. And again, be hospitable. When was the last time you invited someone around uh, from the Minster or your village around for a meal or just to hang out, to go for a walk, to, to be with one another with no agenda? Anyone recently? Great. The two vicars have got it. See, when we waste time together, we get to really embed life in community. We get to find out what's going on in each other's lives. Dare I even say we get to pray for one another as we do it. See, when we're sharing life together, God has made presence amongst us. In the difficult bits, in the great bits, we get to share God with each other. So... If you haven't yet invited someone else from the Minster around for dinner or around for tea or even for a walk somewhere, would you do that tonight? 
I say tonight, it is the afternoon, it's dark outside, but this afternoon, would you say, hey, do you want to come around? And please don't all invite me. As much as I would love to, but draw each other together in community. If you're not part of a village, join one. Come and talk to Steph. Uh, Steph looks after our villages and we'll make sure that we plug you in. See, we need to spend time together because it draws us closer to Jesus and draws us deeper into community and draws others to him. It's a church that I want to be a part of when people love one another. Could we just imagine for a minute a church that doesn't love one another? It would be pretty grim to go to, wouldn't it? But yet, we kind of don't put effort into loving one another. You know, uh, I'm married to, to Emily, who I think is amazing. Um, but if I don't put effort into our relationship, it's kind of all one way. And eventually, that will kind of burn out and burn out and burn out. See, love has to be both ways. And so often in our communities and in our churches up and down the country, love tends to be one way or two ways. But we very rarely spend time with each other loving one another as Christ would have us love each other. Now, I'm sure there are a bunch of us who um, have been to churches and have slowly but surely given everything over to God, given everything over to that community. But slowly it's been worn down and worn down and worn down. And someone said the wrong thing to us. Someone's hurt us. Someone hasn't said thank you. Uh, someone has just kind of pushed past us and we kind of get a bit grumpy. Does anyone get like that? A few hands, I get like that too. See, but when we love each other, God begins to pour his love into us. When we know that we love one another, if someone pushes past you at the coffee queue or says something that isn't quite there, we can bear with one another in love. It doesn't mean we let them get away with it. Go, hey, that wasn't very good, but I love you anyway. So if you are this afternoon, this evening, whatever time of day it feels like, and you're carrying the hurt and pain from previous churches, or even hurt and pain from this church, we'd love to pray for you uh, as we end this. Because it's not something for you to carry. God wants to pour love, his love into you and the love of the community into you as well. Secondly, what's our personal engagement? He says this in verse 14. Uh, Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Bless those who persecute you. Wow, that's quite difficult, isn't it? Those who are kind of coming up against us, those who are after us at work, those who are kind of our neighbors who are partying late into the evening and are just kind of drawing the life out of us. Bless them. Bless them. 
ask God to pour out his love into them. Do not curse them. See, if our neighbors were um, partying until 3 a.m. every morning, I'm pretty sure that there will be some curses happening. But God says, pour blessing over them. For those who are kind of gunning after you at work or, or just kind of are just nasty all the time, ask God to bless them. But also you bless them too. Like if you have a look at it, bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. How are we blessing the people that really get on our wick? How are you uh, loving them? How are you pointing them to Jesus? How are we doing it as a community? And then, of course, rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. Sometimes we go through great times, life's highs, and sometimes we go through life's lows. And it takes us to be uh, emotionally aware of the situation that we found ourselves in. Where people are going through rough times, let's stand with them. It means that we might have to take ourselves off of the spiritual high and walk with them through their spiritual low. Now, what I'm not saying is let's all get depressed and kind of walk around with people feeling grim all the time. But let's just be uh, emotionally aware of the people that we're talking with. Because some people, even as I look out across us today, there are some people going through some really, really grim stuff. And there are also some people going through amazing stuff. And so by being aware of ourselves, being aware of uh, what God is doing in people's lives for, for ill or for good, let's get to know one another and love them through it. Live in harmony. Let's not go looking for fights. Don't be proud. See, we have to, as we live the Christian life, we may need to make some personal choices to love people. We may need to make some personal choices to uh, adapt a certain uh, way of being so that we can affect other people or effect another person by loving them where they are. So what about our external engagement then, which is our third point, uh, and almost coming into land? Do not repay people for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it's possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends. But leave room for God's wrath, for it's written, it is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. Let's not be kind of chasing after people. Let's not be uh, kind of, oh, someone stabbed me in the back, so I'm going to get them. See, let's love each other. Let's love those who are outside of our community. Let's draw them to Jesus. Let's do what's right. Let's do what's right. So, what's God asking of us here? What's God asking us at Telford Minster, brothers and sisters? One is to love one another. See, because once we know that we love one another, uh, Jesus says that um, 
by the way we love one another, the whole world will know that you are my disciples. If we love each other so much, it means others will be drawn uh, to Jesus. So, please turn up to things. Turn up to worship on a Sunday afternoon. Turn up to your uh, village, which are our midweek communities where we worship, study the scriptures, and do mission together. Turn up to things. It's very hard to love someone that you haven't seen in three to five weeks. It's very hard to love those people if you don't see them. So love one another, come together, be part of the community, and thirdly, draw people to Jesus. See, it's all right for me and Steph and the staff and and some others to be drawing people to, to Jesus, but we all need to be doing that by the way we live, by the way we love one another, by the way that we do community here in a sincere way. Draw people to Jesus. Love one another, be together, and draw people to Jesus. So what's God saying to you? What's God saying to you? I don't know what he's saying to you. Just maybe take a moment and just listen to him. Is he saying, oh, I really need to say sorry to that person? Is he saying, oh, I wish I could get to know that person? Oh, God, I'm desperate for someone to pray for me about this. Who can I ask? Well, it's the people around you. But just listen to what the Spirit's saying to you uh, even now. Lord Jesus, thank you that you love us and that you love our community. Father, where where we've not loved each other, would you come and break down those boundaries? Would you come and break down those walls? Lord, as you've poured your love into us, we want to pour uh, our love uh, into the people that we're surrounded by now. And so give our love back to you. Lord, where we've caused hurt, we say we're sorry. We want to turn our back on it and follow you. Jesus, where we've put people off from meeting you, Lord, would you give us an opportunity again where we've not loved and therefore set people running? Lord, would you show us how to love again? Lord, would you come and restore in us what community looks like again? Real community. Not community that's all about uh, ourselves but it's all about you so father would you come and have your way amongst us we pray in jesus name amen
Thanks for listening. We hope this time blessed you. Hit the subscribe button to hear more like this. And to find out more about Telferminster, follow us at Telferminster on Instagram and Facebook or go to telferminster.org.uk.